Alright, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. This is Carlton CO2 Owens. Today, today we are going to drop an interview. I had an opportunity to interview a thought leader, one of the top influencers in blockchain and cryptocurrency, Sam. Sam is the CFO of ShipChain, which is one of my favorite platforms solving a big problem. And when I say a big problem, I mean a big problem when it comes to shipping and logistics and making that process more transparent. And it's a global problem. So they're doing an amazing job over there. Sam is a blockchain expert and educator. All right. He's worked with such brands as Sony, Fender, Virgin, Universal Music, Heineken, Visa, Mercedes-Benz. Real, real cool guy, man. Had a chance to talk to him before and a little bit after the interview. Just a really, really cool guy that is really just making some, some amazing strides in this industry, okay? Also, uh, just a little side note, he was involved with raising $30 million in a week, a successful raise of $30 million in a week, all right? This shows you what, what can be done with the, these different ICOs and different ideas that people may have. So, make sure that you stay tuned for this interview, all right? And, of course, as you know, this is brought to you by CoinSeed. CoinSeed is the app of all apps. It allows you to invest in cryptocurrency with using your pocket change. You also can set up reoccurring payments out of your debit or credit card, 50 cents, a dollar, a dollar 50. But I tell you, it's not too late. Start start small because even that small pocket change over time is gonna be a big deal, okay? So make sure you go over to the, the show notes to grab the link and you'll be on your way to building your cryptocurrency empire. All right. Another thing about CoinSeed is it allows you to invest across the top 11 currencies pertaining to market share. So you'll be well diversified. You just won't have Bitcoin. You just won't have Ethereum. You'll be well diversified. All right. So make sure you check it out. Encrypted Apparel. Encrypted Apparel is the flyest clothing line in the game when it comes to cryptocurrency. You want to show off your consciousness with cryptocurrency? Well, go ahead and grab some of this fly merch from Encrypted Apparel. Where do you go? You go to wearencrypted.com. That's W-E-A-R encrypted.com. All right, once you're there, of course, I got to hook up with the owner. So make sure you punch in CryptoSense, all one word with a Z, not the S at the end, and you get 15% off on your next purchase. All right, that's also in the show notes. So without further ado, I'm gonna just dive right into this interview. There was a little bit of a delay, I think about 20 seconds before it actually starts. So wait for it and we'll do a quick unpacking after the interview. So hold tight.
Hey, Sam. Hey. Hey, man, what's going on? This is Carl from CryptoSense. How's, how's everything? How you doing? Oh, man, pretty oh, good. Cool, cool, man. Yeah, it's fantastic here. Can't complain. Cool, Heat wave in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's, 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 it's crazy hot. It's, you know, it's the last days of summer, so the dog days, as they say, so, you know, we're in the last month, but, uh, but man, look, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you're just extremely busy, so busy, and just taking the time out to just talk to me and my audience about all the things that you have going on and just the things that are happening with blockchain. It's just incredible what's actually going on. So to have you on the show is something that is like not only just a big treat, but it's going to be so eye-opening for you Thank know, you. Everyone listening Thank to you, my, man. I'm super excited. I'm super excited as well. Thank you. Yes, yes. So um, I already did just a few introductions in in terms of you know your background and everything. But but before um, we dive into the questions, just you know just just wrap up a little bit in terms of you know how did you get into you know um, cryptocurrency and blockchain and just a little bit more about yourself. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, I'm born and raised in Sweden. Uh, grew up there. Went into uh, kind of a uh, my, an artist life, you know, in another life a long time ago. Uh, toured around in a band and and uh, played a bunch of gigs in Europe and and discovered that uh, managers and agents were making all the money. I wasn't making anything, so I thought, hey, I'm I'm on the wrong side of the fence here. Uh, right. So, yeah, so I switched over, started doing uh, tour promotions, tour management, tour booking, and then uh, transitioned into management. I managed artists uh, for a long time, uh, European artists, American artists, uh, toured the world. Got to see some pretty cool stuff and meet some cool people, and then uh, started doing a lot of, uh, I guess, what people would call innovative stuff on social media when, you know, MySpace came out and and, uh, all these early communities came out. And then all of a sudden, I got calls from labels, and they were like, "Hey, man, your little crappy unsigned band has more views and friends and plays than than you too. Like, what are you doing?" Uh, and I was like, "Well, you know, send me a check, and and I'll do the same for you." So I started working with you know Universal and Virgin and Warner and Geffen and like all these big labels. Um, and then that transitioned into other brands starting like, "Hey, you're doing some cool stuff in the music industry. Can you do it outside of the music industry?" And I was like, yeah, why not? So always looking for new ways and innovative stuff and new technologies, which was kind of what led me into blockchain, I think. Always heard about, you know, Bitcoin came out, what, 2009, started maybe hearing about it 2011, 2012, around there. But it was it was kind of hard to get a hold of, and, and, and you had to jump through some hoops. And then it was, you know, it was mostly shady things back then, right, the, 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 the darknet forums and <laughs> Stuff like Absolutely. that. So I wasn't really into it as a digital currency back then. What really happened was, uh, and I told this story before, where it's like I have a, a friend over in Denmark who uh, came over to visit about two and a half years ago, and he was like, "Sam, you, you got to buy Ethereum." And I'm like, "What the what the hell is that?" You know? And it was <laughs> at that time maybe seventy, eighty cents, right? It was worth nothing. They just had come out and. He's like, this yeah. is the future, man. Buy it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, yeah. And then he came over to L.A. We had a lot of fun. And he goes home, and like a week later, the guy calls me, and he's like, dude, I sold my house. 
I'm like, okay. He's like, I sold my car, and I'm moving in with my girlfriend in my mom's house. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, that's a really good way to become single again, you know. Uh, and he's just like, I sold everything I own, and I invested it all in Ethereum. I'm like, you are effing nuts, man. But But I was like, when somebody's that enthusiastic and it's a friend you kind of trust and know, you're like, yeah. something's going on. So uh, let me let me look into it. So I looked into it, and it was maybe at $2 that time, right? So I'm like, okay, this is a cryptocurrency. I've heard about it before. Started digging into it, started reading more and more and more. And after spending a, you know, a couple of weeks reading about it, I was just, my mind was blown away, man. It was like, yeah. holy yeah. shit. I followed the rabbit down the rabbit hole. Do you see what I mean? It was just like, this is a whole new world of possibilities. Everything I, I mean, I immediately connected, of course, to the music industry where there's always been all these problems and delays, yeah. paying out, you know, royalties and commissions and, and sync. And, and, and I was like, holy shit, this could change the world. And then you look into like FinTech and then you look into all these things. And of course, to, to kind of end the story, uh, the guy put in about 250k in dollars when it was around a dollar at Ethereum, and he cashed out at 1200. So, wow! So needless to say, the guy has you know now he has uh, a house in the French Riviera. He has he bought his mom a, a, a mansion. He's got a couple of houses over in Europe. He's got you know cars, and but he's doing a lot of charity stuff too, which is cool. But um, but, but yeah, I mean that's just a, yeah. So it's just it's just one of the. I know it's maybe a way longer answer than you expected, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, sure, it's it's fun to make money, and and you know I put in some money when it was like four or five bucks, and I was like, okay, but but how am I making money? You kind of want to know like what's the what are the mechanics behind all this, and yeah. as you explore the world and look into how. Well, first of all, Bitcoin, right, the, the, all the problems it solved with double spend and having an actual online currency and the reward system for proof of uh, work. And it was just like, holy yeah. cow, and they came smart contracts. It's just, wow, this is, the, this is a revolution. It's a movement. It's not just technology. That's yeah, pretty much it. Thing, the you know, thing that, that, you know, just listening to your story, I imagine you coming from the artist side, there was a couple of things that, that stood out. I mm -hmm. I would imagine that you coming from the artist side, you had at least a creative mind and the imagination to see a different type of world or what the possibilities could be, and yeah, and that's probably something that was you were able to connect with once you really started to like dive more into it. And then secondly, just the practical side of just being an artist trying to figure out how to get paid you know, publishing and all the things that go along with that, so you were able to really um, uh, leverage that experience to be able to figure out, okay, how is this making sense practically? And what is it yeah. going to look like, you know, years from now? And so, yeah. wow, I mean, that's just an amazing story. That is an incredible story. So, so, so now with all that uh, that has happened and through your whole experience, it's taking you through so many different doors to be able to uh, uh, work with and collaborate with so many different brands. And now that we're here, 2018, you had a chance to see so much happen. I mean, you talked about MySpace. Mm -hmm. I actually remember having a MySpace account. 
Not too many millennials probably even know what we're talking about, but I remember MySpace. And so you yeah. see MySpace oh, yeah. <laughs> going through Facebook, and now, you know, we're going through all these things, going with cryptocurrency. What do you see happening now, you know, with blockchain technology, you know, where it is now and where it's going to go in the future? You know, I always tell people, and I'm not the I, – I did not mint this kind of expression or philosophy, but – we're we're entering what's called the fourth industrial revolution now, right? So it's it's blockchain, IoT, and, and AI, right? You can squeeze machine learning and automate, you know, automation in there too. But but those are the three main driving factors, and and I think we're we're in the infancy kind of stage of the technology. So it, it still has some issues with scalability and and, and all that, but. You know, I, and it's also it's very different to different. I mean, it's very important to differentiate between blockchain and, and cryptocurrencies, right? I yes. see cryptocurrencies yes. as, as, yeah, I mean, very necessary for a, a new world kind of currency system. But the blockchain technology itself has so much more than that. And yes. blockchain itself, I mean, the, the key word is always provenance, right? You, the, the the ability to trace something back to its true origin, the single point of truth, so to speak, that's what's so interesting about the technology because, you know, traditionally you had to, uh, people always ask, you know, well, give me a, a, you know, how does it work? What's the difference between, you know, the cloud and blockchain? I would say, you know, traditionally it's like you always had an institution that owned a ledger, right? Let's say it's a bank or a a company or an individual, whatever. And then they assign an administrator to administrate that ledger. And yeah. technically, that administrator or that company could do whatever the hell they wanted. They want to add a zero, you know, remove a zero, tell you that you didn't, you're not getting paid this month, whatever. We've seen a ton of really shady stuff going on with some of the banks, for example, right? There's this fake account, this money laundering, there's, uh, the, you know, scandals left and right and, and insurance companies. And I'm not saying all of them are corrupt. Uh, but I'm saying this gives the power back to the people. Now we have a distributed ledger that with a consensus algorithm, no one can update without the consensus of the whole network. You don't have yeah. to trust uh, an administrator assigned by an institution you don't really trust. So that's the thing. So when you look back, I mean, moving forward, I think blockchain is going to breed. I mean, we're looking at the next decade here, right? But I see a lot of industries being um completely disrupted. Some of these guys will have to completely redefine their business models, right? I mean, look at – yeah, I mean, I always pull up the example of, you know, oh, you think some of these conglomerates don't care? Okay, well, how about we ask Blockbuster? Yeah. You know, that's a how about we ask Radio Shack and Sears and Borders and Toys R Us? How about we ask those guys that 10 years ago – Blockbuster had 9,000 stores in the U.S. and were the biggest conglomerate in the video, you know, renting and, and watching industry in, in the U.S. Now they're gone. Yeah, because gone, Netflix man. came along. We had, yeah. it, it, you know, I don't know exactly how old you are, but we had we had Alta Vista, you know, which was the dominating search engine for a while, and then along came Google. Bye bye. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. MySpace. Bye bye. So if you don't adapt, you're gonna die. That's just how it is. It's kind of like, you know, the success train is rolling, you know, you know, jump on it or get rolled on. So it's, we're going to see a lot of mass adoption, I think. I don't believe, like, there's one 
there's one blockchain that's going to rule the world, right? I don't believe in that, but, but yeah, it's, it's going to change the world as much as any of the other industrial revolutions with, you know, steam and electricity and Internet and e-commerce and all that. And I think, too, just to add to what you're saying, what, block, what, what, the, what the blockchain revolution is also doing, and what, there's a couple of things that stood out that you said is that it's giving the power back to people and in so many ways is redefining and redistributing wealth. Mm-hmm. And it's also just cutting out the middleman. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The middleman is, is, is going to disappear. There's so many industries, if you really think yeah. about it, that yeah. rely on this middleman type of service, a product offering. And so... Yeah. The ability for us to be able to connect, uh, you know, community to community to connect with one another, and the technology sits in sits sits in the middle, just makes things more efficient, and and I imagine with drive down costs, it makes things even more accessible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Like I said, like the the, the keyword is provenance, and, and two other keywords, of course, are disintermediation and decentralization. So you're absolutely right. It's going to cut out. The middlemen are going to have, you know, I always, like, for example, we're in the transfer and logistics industry, right? So we've we've had talks with a couple of the big brokers and forwarders, whereas some of them are super interested. They know they have to redefine their current business model, yeah. and, and they want to work with us on, on doing that. While we've had other call us and, and pretty much yell at us on the phone because they're saying, you're ruining our business, and we're going to be out of, yeah. you know, out of business in, in, in a year or two if this keeps going. But I'm like, hey. This is this is where the world is is moving. Like you can't stop. Yeah, you you have to redefine yourself. I mean, there's there's plenty of companies that that have redefined what they do. I mean, look at some IBM or one of the leaders in, in the private kind of blockchain world now, and with our AI, the Watson and all that stuff. They used to sell computers. They don't sell computers anymore. They're the biggest service slash consulting company in the or one of them at least. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just one of those examples where. Companies have to to redefine what they do. Yeah, that's yes. a constant evolution of keeping a company alive for you know uh, decades and centuries or or whatever. So yeah, and yes. this this this, yes. this revolution yes. kind of forces a, a, a redefining moment for for a lot of businesses. Yes, a lot of businesses. Um. You mentioned a little bit about AI, uh, which is always a, a, a fascinating conversation to have, and I, I think it goes right back into this efficiency conversation, um, mm-hmm. technology um, you know, becoming more and more, uh, I don't want to say complicated, but becoming more and more, well, when we start to become more and more dependent on it, would probably be the best word. Yep. I mean, how, how do you see the AI playing in with this industrial, this this fourth um, industrial revolution that you talk about? Well, AI is going to be extremely important. You know, there's some some smart guy or gal said uh, something. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact uh, saying here, but it's something like, you know, uh, uh, an excellent AI can replace uh, a thousand mediocre minds, but, you know, uh, a thousand AIs can't replace an excellent mind. So I think what we're going to, what we're going to see is 
anything that can be automated and doesn't really need human interaction is going to be replaced really quick. Uh, mundane tasks, uh, you know, packaging, uh, creating mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you know, I, we no longer need humans to do that. The same with, like, image recognition stuff, uh, image analysis, data analysis. Uh, there's a lot of, of jobs that are going to get, you know, uh, lost, I guess, uh, thanks to AI. We're, you know, it's, and, and AI is important. I think, like, I was talking to uh, a big company that does uh, cruises, right? So their whole yeah. goal is by 2020 to have all the cruise bookings and customer service all mm-hmm. AI. So they're going to not have any customer support personnel whatsoever, or any booking personnel whatsoever. It's all going to be AI, chatbots, and all that stuff. But what they're focusing on is experience, customer experience. So they're retraining a lot of their staff to uh, – you know, to kind of, I guess, um, improve the customer experience on board or while you're getting there or boarding the oh, wow. ship. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. these guys understand what's going on. A lot of guys are just going to get smacked in the head and be like, oh, crap, what happened? These are the guys that are selling the, you know, horse and carriage while Ford is making cars for everyone. Do you see what I mean? It's just. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. So AI is extremely important in how blockchain plays into that, of course, is that all the operations that the AI performs, I mean, you also look at, um, for example, uh, self-driving vehicles, right? That's AI right there. And we're going to see, yeah. I'm assuming that's Uber's whole idea, right? Because they have, they're still bleeding money, what, 10 years later, right? They haven't made a single dollar. But imagine when all those cars go, you know, uh, driverless, then all of a sudden oh, yeah. they don't have to pay any drivers. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah. But everything needs to be recorded somewhere so it can be fully audited along the whole chain of events. That's where blockchain plays in. That's where the blockchain plays in. And, you know, the thing, too, that um, I heard a few people kind of tap on this. In fact, I interviewed a uh, gentleman that was in the educational space with blockchain, but I think that uh, AI is going to put a lot of pressure as well in disrupting this conversation around education. Because yep. imagine the job that kids are going to school for now are not going to be there in the future. And so it it makes you think, okay, what needs to be done from an educational perspective to now be able to prepare and equip people to do things that, that are more along the lines of technology. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a shift, you're going to see more of a shift to the education having to be just totally disrupted as well. At least the Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's one or the other, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. I mean, that's, education is a big passion for me, at least. I'm a big believer in What's really needed to solve a vast majority of all the problems in this world, including wars and, and all that, is, is education. Because a lot of this has to do with uneducated people. You know? Yeah. So okay. education is extremely important. And education in the U.S. is falling behind. And you look at all these statistics, right, on, on how well 
countries are doing math and science and, and all that stuff. And U.S. is falling behind. And I think it's because the educational system is, is exclusive. Do you see what I mean? It, it, it excludes you. If you can't afford it, um, you're not going to school. You're kind of forced into, unless you're a go-getter, an entrepreneur, and, and I mean, we see all these stories about, you know, high school and, and dropouts that are like millionaires and billionaires, but how many of those, do you, do you see what I mean? Like it's one yeah. out of 10 million that, that makes it to that level. So if you don't have the street smarts and if you're not a personality that's like an entrepreneurial personality, you're kind of forced into these mundane jobs that where you're going to be replaced. But I yeah. think yeah. some kind of education is, is either you have to educate yourself to be the one talking to the computer and, and commanding the computers, so to speak, writing the code, uh, do, you know, controlling the AI instead of letting the AI control you. Um, yeah. Or you're going to have to go into, um, I mean, sales is, <laughs> you know, always going to be around. It's been around for thousands of years and it's going to be around for thousands of years. You know how to sell, you always have a job. That's just how it is, right? But Absolutely. but there's, there's a lot of these uh, simple, simple jobs or what are the blue collar stuff that's going to be replaced by AI. Yeah. And we're going to have to find a solution for that. Yes. We're going to have to. Um, switching gears a bit, going to a topic that is seems to always be hot, always be something going on. And and I think hands down is probably fundamentally shifting the way startups and new businesses gain access to capital is the whole uh, ICO, also known as initial coin offering uh, mm-hmm. platforms that are coming up. Um, I mean, let's 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 talk, you know, a little bit about that because the ICOs right now are just so hot. I mean, there's so yeah. many ICOs coming out. You know, of of course, we've heard and we've seen, you know, some horror stories about you know people taking advantage of it and not doing what was was supposed to be done or saying that they're going to do this or do that, and it turns out to be a, a fraudulent thing. But there's so many things that are happening in that space. But all in all, don't you think it's a it's it's a new lane when it comes to being able to uh, get access to capital quickly and be able to launch um, you know ideas and concepts? Absolutely. I mean, it's absolutely disrupting. The whole investment uh, and crowdfunding kind of industry, because traditionally, I mean, I've I've raised VC capital before, and that includes you know six months of whining and dining for you know 250k or 500k. Now you can yeah. raise millions and millions and millions in minutes without buying anyone dinner. You see what I mean? Like so. If yeah. you look at that, of course there's going to be shady elements coming in. I mean, if anybody sees, like, there's literally been billions and billions of dollars being poured into ICOs, of course the bad apples are going to be like, hey, wait a second, there's a shit ton of money to be made here. We're also going to do that. So, But, you know, uh, if we look at the positive aspect of it, it's, yes, absolutely, there are entrepreneurs with fantastic world-changing ideas that now have a, a kind of way and a platform to get funding. Now, of course, did some of these projects really need $400 million to get started? Uh, probably not, you know. But, but, but I don't 
think, I mean, because we see all these big companies that get Series A and Series B, and they're racing hundreds of millions of dollars and $50 million, et cetera. So I think as long as you have a solid plan and a solid product that can justify whatever race you want to do, go for yeah. it. You know, it's such an easy way to, to raise money. Of course, now there's a lot of rules and regulations coming in, and the regulators yeah. are, are looking at it, and, and different countries don't really know what to do, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not a believer in, in crypto anarchy at all. Uh, I believe that we need rules and regulations, but we just we can't stifle innovation. That's the important part, right? So as long as we yeah. allow for innovation to happen while we don't allow fraudsters and, and, and you know, shysters kind of uh, have their way, then absolutely, by all means. Again, it's, it's yeah. such an excellent yeah. way of raising money. It's so easy, too. Because um, you don't have, you know, wires and wire fees and people have to go into banks and explain themselves and all this crazy stuff, right? It's instant, it's crypto, it's boom, boom, it's in the wallet, you know, and, and you sign a contract and it's there. Yeah. It's just amazing because just picking up with what you're saying is like, imagine all the ideas that are, that have just been sidelined you know, previously because of the access to capital and all the hurdles that you have to go through just to get that initial round of capital. But now, even if the idea is um, put out there and it fails, it's still one more step to open up more doors to get more evolution and more innovation of more ideas. And so that whole process yep. of just forging forward through innovation, through ideas, through through startups—that's what makes this thing so exciting, especially on the ICO thing. Yeah, fans. yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, people people always tend to focus on the bad, right? Oh, so many companies, so many ICOs fail, and there's fraudsters and blah blah blah. And but then you look at like, well, you know, eight or nine out of ten startups fail traditionally anyway. Uh, you know, even what, you know, the big VCs, what they have invested in, they exactly. invest in a ton of companies because they hope to find those unicorns that will kind of drive and, and hold all those other investments. Uh, you know, that's just how it works. If, <laughs> come on, if every if every company started, you know, was, was going to be a success, we'd all be gazillionaires now. So, I mean, it's just, that's just the way of the circle of business and the circle of life, right? But. But I, I haven't seen any numbers that would not correlate with traditional statistics of ICOs that, you know, fail versus succeed versus, you know, uh, regular brick-and-mortar businesses or whatever that fail or, or succeed. So, yeah, I think it's, 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 a, it's a whole new world. And it's so easy because also, think five years ago, you start a company, a tech company in the U.S., for example, right? You yes. want Japanese investors, Korean investors. Yes. Good luck, man. I, I could not tell you how to get those. You would have to have some serious <laughs> in in those oh, countries, right? Correct. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, as, as an entrepreneur, sure, if you're some high-level executive, if you've done a couple of, of big deals, then sure. But if you're an entrepreneur that's just getting started, good luck. Now yes. – all you have to do is, I mean, there's still a lot of hard work behind it, of course, like any, yes, starting course. any business, right? You know, it's, it's, but but you now have access to people all over the world that have an interest in contributing to exciting projects. 
Yeah, that is that's amazing. That that yeah. in and of itself is amazing. And not only do you have that, but you can be able to just tap directly into them. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no, you know, going back to what you said earlier, there's no middle man or middle entity, really, that is restricting you from being able to at least start the dialogue and get them on board, you know, with your project. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. There's no gatekeepers. There's no, you know, you can just start the discussion, you know, open up a Telegram chat, join a bunch of Telegram chats, uh, you know, check out on Reddit. There's, there's so many forums, you know, Bitcoin Talk and this Facebook groups. There's, there's just so many forums now available where you can reach out to an audience. You know, now, if you're an entrepreneur, now is the time, man. Like, it's, this is uh, a wonderful time to be alive with all this uh, technology. This is, this is you know, all, all this social media. There are zero excuses for not getting started. There's no excuses. You know, um, when when you said that, it just reminded me of a uh, – I'm a boxing fan, and um, uh, I remember this one fight. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. was fighting a gentleman by the name of uh, Tarver. I don't know what Tarver's last name was, but yeah. um, they both got to the middle of the ring, and the referee says, do any one of you have any questions? And Tarver says to Roy Jones, Roy, do you have any more excuses? There's no more excuses. <laughs> I just remember that. <laughs> because before the fight, you know, he's been kind of like trying to avoid fighting him. He said, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I got injured, my hand is broken, I can't fight you. Then the next time, I'm having issues with my back. So finally, when they get in the ring to finally see one another, they get yeah. in the middle ring. He says, no more excuses. You have any more excuses? No more excuses. <laughs> so if you're yeah. an entrepreneur out there, you need to get in the ring because there's no yeah. more excuses. Exactly. You, you know? Yep. And it's all possible. Yep. So, yeah, man. But look, it's been... It's been great. Um, we definitely got to get you back on the show, man. We definitely got to get you back on the show. Do some follow up and some updates. Yeah, man. Um, how how long can folks get a hold of you? You know, I, I know you on Twitter and probably some other social media platforms. Just just shout out to our handle, you know, so the uh, folks can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. On Twitter, it's at Sam Rusani, R U S A N I. And I'm uh, on Instagram too, but it's on a different handle. It's uh, Sam, and then six foot nine, number six, FT number nine. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So those are yeah, my most man. active ones. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. And man, then, of course, fantastic, man. Yeah, shipchain.io if you want to check out the company address as well. So. Yep. Yes. Now, um, funny story is when I when I first started. Um, you know, the podcast and one of the first companies that I really started to look into that I actually one of my older shows, you probably go and check it out and ship chain mm-hmm. and what you guys are doing over the ship chain is just so phenomenal and um and I and, and you all were actually one of the first uh interviews that I tried to uh get. I wasn't able to get it uh due to the schedule. So it's it's so good to be able to be uh, online with 
someone that's a part of the organization, and I, I'm just so excited yep. in terms of what you guys are doing over there. Uh, you know, follow you guys quite a bit, and definitely we'll be doing some more um, shows and things about some of the updates you, you all are doing too. So maybe we'll get you on the yeah, um, you know, next time to talk more about the updates that you are doing. Absolutely, are man. Okay. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's been a right, so, uh, it's been an inspirational discussion. Yeah. Uh huh. Go ahead. No, I was saying it, it's been an inspirational chat. Oh man, this has been great. You know, you know the thing that I really enjoy, you know, when I'm doing the interviews is, um, it's just an opportunity just to vibe, you know, and just kind of have. And it's almost like we're sitting down having a cup of coffee, uh, just you know talking about all the things that are going on, and it's a real casual, uh, real cool time just to chat. And um, I think that's why you know people tune in because I'm on a voyage. We're all on a journey to understand and just get more knowledgeable about, you know, the world that is changing around us. And so when there's opportunity yep. to, to talk with other like-minded people that are doing just some amazing things, especially in this space, it's always exciting and people always tune in. So uh, that's, yep. that's one of the things that I really enjoy. It has definitely been inspirational for me as well. And uh, just thank you so much for the interview. And I look forward, man, just to be able to talk with you again and get you on the on uh, another show. And uh, just, you know, stay tuned with what you're doing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, man. Likewise, really enjoyed it. Great, great chat. Uh, Good vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And we'll be in touch. We will. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh, man. Sam was dropping some jewels. Sam, man, thank you so much, man, for this interview. Uh, just Sam. Sam's perspective on what's going on is just so fresh because he had an opportunity to see everything happen in real time. You know, from the face, uh, from from the MySpace days to the Facebook, even from the Blockbuster days, from the from the um, from being an international guy to um, a musician that then becomes a manager that then becomes uh, an expert at being able to advertise. I mean, just so many different experiences collectively that makes his his perspective even more fresh when it comes to what is going on with blockchain technology today and where it's going to go in the future even a bit on the ai i mean people don't talk much about the ai that just shows you where the level of where this thing is really going to go when it comes to blockchain so uh shout out to sam and uh and also the things that he's doing over the ship chain we didn't talk much about ship chain on this show we're gonna get him back to dive a little bit more um onto ship chain and what they're doing and some of the updates that they have going on but man thank you so much sam for the interview look forward to collaborating with you some more and for some additional shows so look, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also check out Sam; I, he he dropped his handles as well. I think Twitter and Instagram. So make sure you you stay up to date with what he has going on and the moves that he's making. 
Also stay and continue to stay plugged in with us as we also are making our moves and following the current events and things that are happening in real time. All right. So until next time, holla back.